0: So, are you fine? Okay, awesome. Let's get started. Welcome to Nourish by Spinneys, the podcast which
1: promises to inspire you to eat well and live well. I'm Devina Devecha. And I'm Tiffany Eslick. Welcome to a space where we hope to nourish your heart and soul. On this show, we chat with leading players in the food community, from farmers to foodies, as well as health and well-being experts. It's all about engaging conversations and fresh ideas. Happy New Year, Davina! Happy New Year, Tiff! We're kicking off the year with chef Faisal Nasser, who launched
0: his restaurant Lento first in Abu Dhabi in 2020 and followed it up with one in Dubai last year, which is where I sat down with him. He also made a simple yet
1: hearty prawn pasta for us. Mmm, That sounds delicious. Um, and you know, the space itself sits quite the scene, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. With the little DJ booth and the vinyl records. What's the story behind all that?
0: Yeah, so hip hop music in particular has been a really big influence in his life and he wanted that to be reflected in his face it was interesting when we walked in he first switched on the music while we finished setting up are these all your records or
2: they are my records and i actually put the more relevant like the people really recognize and like be excited when they see yeah i have more like the the rare uh, the rare stuff and yeah like singles and stuff like that at home But so yeah, people get happy and think, because oh I know this one. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And they're quite like classics, right? Like yeah, yeah them they classics.
2: So I kept the classics here, so yeah, people know them.
0: Yeah. And is that the kind of music you play there as well? Yeah, right? that's,
2: that's the kind of music we play here. Um and I have uh different playlists. Mm. So like in morning, afternoons like more hi-fi, low, chill, hip hop, yeah, a bit of jazz, mm. a little bit reggae. And then it goes as it gets cr- Later,
0: I can't remember what music was playing when I came here.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's no idea. like I,
2: yeah, I, I'm still training my staff to when I'm not here, they just to put the right list. Sometimes we try to, um, like when we, ha- when we have an event or something, we get we get freelance, um, DJs to yeah, yeah. come and, oh,
0: nice, oh, very cool, too.
2: Yeah, because it's, it looks cool. Everybody has a double turntable mixer, mm-hmm. everybody's using them these days, it looks yeah. cooler. So I'm thinking like maybe I will replace. The old DJ thing, the mixer and put the actual old school mixing. Oh, very cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I think for people who haven't been here or don't know you, let's talk a little bit about kind of how you got to where you are. Um, How did Lento come to be? Why did you get into the food industry?
2: Um, Cooking has always been uh, uh, a hobby to me. And... uh, I had many other hobbies, so I was, I was into music and also drawing Yeah, uh, since I was a kid. And when I got to cooking, I thought it was just another hobby that I'm going to, because I keep jum- jumping from different hobbies. Yeah. So when I went to England, I decided uh, when I, to, to, to do my university degree. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to live on takeaway food because I don't like it. still don't like it. I still don't do it. <laughs> we don't do delivery at Lento. Right. So um, I decided to take it a little bit more seriously and got a couple of cookbooks and got into it from 2005, 2004, that was the time. And then I said, let me see if it's just another hobby. And then I went to the kitchen, like as a part-time job. And I didn't feel the time there, like time was flying. I thought that is something I quite enjoy, even though it was a little bit tough and I didn't do the cool jobs. Early on, when I was a student, like yeah, just like chopping some vegetables, so yeah. I was like, if they gave me a knife, I would be really happy. <laughs> so yeah, it got from there. um I took one short culinary uh, workshop. I would say it's not a workshop, like a three months,
0: right? Yeah, like a short course. Yeah,
2: very short course. And yeah, I took it from there. I was in. Imp- I I love the idea of bringing my friends together to try my food, especially the one that kind of missed home. Uh, the Arabic people, they come, yeah. they, they try my Arabic food there. But then I say, let me just uh, widen it up a little bit and try to do different things. So I went and lived uh, just above the market mm-hmm. uh, at Leeds, yeah, in, in England.
0: Is that where you did your university? Or... Yes, okay. yeah.
2: So I I love that. I mean, I was just going down to the markets the auctions they do on truffles yeah. or. Yeah a nice piece, of cut of, of beef or whatever. So yeah, I, I love that. And it just, it was a hobby. It, it was a hobby for a long time. Came here and I got an office job, but that hobby just kept growing. Like uh, on the
0: side. You're... On the yeah, side. Yeah. So,
2: so it was like a, like a side hustle. Yeah. So I went to the social media, tried to show off a little bit of my skills, teaching people how to cook and stuff like that. Did some workshops and it went to consultations where mm-hmm. I started to learn about restaurant problems, um, uh, super early on. And, but I actually saw like the restaurants that are failing. I saw the beginning of restaurants. So I was doing that. Got all the knowledge. I could have opened Lento 10 years ago, maybe, but I took my time and that's, that's why it's called Lento. I'm taking my time, Lento slowly. And also I say, um, I like what time does to food. Okay. So what time does to food? What does sourdough? Uh, what does, um, a nice, uh, chicken stock, uh, what does, um, fermented pickles or, um, aged wine. What well, what do they all have in common? Yeah. It's time. Yeah. They all take time. Like when you say my grandma cooks the food better, like she takes the time to saute everything, to get all the flavors, yeah. like not a quick and easy. I don't, I don't like the quick and easy thing. So, I like what time does to food and we are people think we are fast food but we're not really so lento is like we take the time we make everything from scratch here um the bread we bake in the house we use a sourdough to make the bread we we mince the meat every day like you can see if you walk into the kitchen now you will see them baking the bread they're yeah. mincing the meat we make the pickles we we do like fermented honey we do fermented salsas and stuff like that so we take the time to make amazing flavors yeah, yeah. so
0: when you said you got into food as a hobby, was that because, I don't know, you were inspired by something that you saw or was it just, I don't know, how did you even start um, cooking? Yeah, um,
2: uh, maybe you don't see the connection. See, I told you from the start, like I like to draw, which yeah, is art. Yeah. I, when I went to England, I studied and all my life. I was doing science. So I, I, I studied genetics. And I see in cooking both Like I can, I can see the art, uh, part of it and, and, and the science of it. And it's just like, I I like to get into reading these books that really talk about, uh, the complexity of, uh, flavors and like, or the baking books. It's all like chemistry. Yeah. So like it's, it's, for me, it's like a walk in the park when I read these kind of books and also I, I see a lot of art in, um, combining flavors in creating a beautiful dish. So, uh, it's just uh, pleases me. It's like me.
0: a marriage of science and art for you. Yeah, and, and, also, and, yeah.
2: and it brings people together. Like, it's like the, the first spark that kind of got me to cooking, I would say when all my um, colleagues uh, or, or, or the Arabic students or let's say Khaliji students, yeah. they were really g- gathering and like to, to to in my little flat there to 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 try my food that that was like they were they felt like homesick and yeah. they want to have food from home what did
0: you used to make for them the,
2: the classics like the, the stuff that we cook here like Emirati machbous and stuff like the Kuwaiti machbous Emirati Mechbus, or like um, yeah the Khaliji stuff the food that we eat in this region yeah like rice and chicken like big like big portions and stuff like that. So yeah,
0: I can just imagine a filled-up flat right now yeah, with yeah, everyone yeah. just like sharing exactly the food, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah, and and then and then and then because I, I I used to change my my uh, accommodation every year, and then there was a fight between my like my friends so, like who wants to stay like to to share a <laughs> flat. with me.
0: Because <laughs> then they get access yes, to the yeah, chef yeah, making yeah, all the food. Exactly, yeah. yeah,
2: so yeah, yeah, I'm staying with you next year. Like, we're gonna stay. Like, I'm gonna stay in around. So, yeah, so that's the, that that was the first spark, but then uh, yeah. i got as I got into it, I saw a lot of things kind of that yeah, it gives me joy, it gives yeah. me joy
0: you know, you said you waited for a while until you opened lento. Why did you wait wait, and also why burgers?
2: exactly so yeah, my my answer is going to have. Like, you know, I'm going to answer both of them, yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking like way ahead. I was thinking like, if I'm going to open something, it has to be upscale or fine dying or not. I have to really show off. Like it's all about showing off, proving to other people, like I can do it. Um, But then uh, to be able to open something like that, it needs uh, a lot of, it needs big investment. It need, you need amazing team, like big chefs around you, you need the, the space to do that. You need the the right kitchen. It, it, it's, it's a big investment, something that I couldn't really afford. And, and, and also I was a bit worried, like if I do something, something really upscale seven, six years ago, like people wouldn't get it. Right. So I was waiting and waiting like, you know, for the right, the right moment. Time, yeah. Okay. But then I say, well, why am I just like really complicating things? Let's let's let me make something people cannot hate. Everybody loves a burger. And but let me make it my way. So, like, uh, and that's the idea. It's like uh, I always say, if you have a concept and you're really stubborn about it, don't be so stubborn. Like, uh, do a 50 50, do 50% you, 50% them, and then slowly you can increase the you. Yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the idea. It's like, let, let's make something really simple that can't go wrong. I know there's a huge competition, um, in the burger scene, but let's, let's just try. And everything, uh, that's meant to be, that, that's meant to, to go right, went right when I opened. So I thought, let me just try It's just something small in Abu Dhabi, um. Uh, When did it
0: open, sorry?
2: It was 2020 October.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: Like right in COVID time (laughs) and everybody was thinking I was crazy and I was brave, but it's not the case. Like I didn't have a choice because I started the construction of the place before COVID and I was just waiting and I said, let's just open, let's see what happens. And maybe I got lucky uh, because it was in Abu Dhabi, COVID time, and there was the border, and uh, people couldn't be asked to go to Dubai <laughs> because of the how <laughs> yeah, many tests yeah, they had to yeah, do, yeah. and so they were looking around like, "Who's this crazy guy who's opening in the middle of COVID time?" Like, yeah, in Abu Dhabi, yeah. You know? So I got the entire people of the capital to to my restaurant.
0: It's a captive market. <laughs> so yeah, it's like
2: we we got sold out for six months.
0: That's brilliant.
2: Yeah, until Ramadan, and. People were thinking it was like, it was like a marketing tool, but it's not. It's like, because we are artisanal, we are, we make everything from scratch and I cannot order more so this is my capacity. I yeah. can produce, uh, 30, 350 buns a day. I mean, I started with a smaller oven, uh, producing only 150, but it was like crazy. I was like, I open at 5, 5 PM and eight o'clock is, is sold out. So like, this is, this is uh, crazy. I. I shouldn't say this really. It was, it, it was like a momentum, so I was like, "Let me change the oven. I can bake more." Yeah. I changed the oven right away. One month after, we started to bake more, sell more. But then, even after that, I still, still, we sold out. Still, it was crazy until Ramadan. So um, yeah, and then it went to like the normal, like what what we are we're expecting. So yeah, uh, that was a thing. Also, at the time, I had my office job. But it was working from home. But I was working from Lento. Okay. So, yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm saying that now. I left the job, anyways. But yeah. So yeah, I was sitting
0: there in the corner. Yeah, of in the corner. Yeah,
2: we were baking. the The, the, the machine is on. I'm, I'm on a Zoom meeting, but like. Yeah, yeah. I'm Working from home, but I'm working from the kitchen.
0: It could in, really a really noisy Lento. home. Yeah.
2: yeah. So that was that was uh, the thing. I used uh, work from home to to focus on 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 the restaurant more. Uh, until it flew, it was yeah. We made a big name, I believe. And yeah, then Lento uh, Dubai came, and I thought maybe it was the time for me to quit my job and look after my babies. Yeah. Two lentos. Yeah, that's it.
0: We'll continue our conversation and tell you about what Chef Fessel cooked for us right after the short break.
2: A little bit of tomato, or actually, a lot of tomato, sauce.
1: Let's talk about our tomatoes. Our Spinney's food tomatoes come from Lidoria, Tomato Process is based out of Italy since 1954. They source the tomatoes across the provinces of Campania, which has a lot of great volcanic good soil, and Apulia, which is close to the sea. Yes,
0: the tomatoes are grown in natural conditions and then processed within 24 hours of picking through the summer to lock in that freshness that you enjoy with our tomatoes.
1: We love working with partners like Ladoria. In 2016, they became the first Italian tomato company to produce a sustainability report outlining their carbon dioxide reduction goals. Here's Diodato Ferrioli, who represents the third generation of this family business.
2: We have been able to map uh, our CO2 consumption throughout all our extended supply chain, uh, and we're putting uh, into place... Uh, several activities in order to uh, reduce uh, our impact. For instance, uh, we are setting up new photovoltaic plants to be uh, always uh, less reliable uh, on energy uh, coming from non-renewable sources. In
1: 2022, the company recovered 98% of its food waste, which is just fantastic. So the next time you want delicious tomatoes, you can shop them at spinneys.com or grab a can in our stores. Welcome back.
0: I'm Devina Nadavecha and you're listening to Nourish by Spinneys and my conversation with Chef Faisal Nasser. Our interview with him is also featured in the January issue of Nourish, our magazine, so you can read about it there. So you mentioned how, you know, you have to have more of you in the food. Uh, can we talk a little bit about the food? Like what makes these burgers or any of the dishes on the menu yeah. kind of your stamp? So yeah, uh,
2: why, it, why it's me is like, one of the messages I always say um, also on, on my social media page is like, I'm always encouraging people to make food from scratch and uh, just to be as natural as possible. That's that's my approach all the time and that's me. Um, I could just get what everybody's getting, like those, I don't want to say the name, the buns. And, and same meat supplier. And then that's it. Just mm-hmm. put the same cheese, same pickles from the same supplier. And like, we're the same, different packaging, different marketing. And that's it. But that's, that's not me. Yeah. So, uh, uh, me making the buns in, in the restaurant, uh, using a sourdough starter, which is also good for you. Uh, that's, that's me. Uh, one of my, uh, philosophies in cooking or food, it's like food has to uh, not just taste good, but then you shouldn't feel bad after eating it. So it has to be uh, lighter uh, on your stomach, it has to take it. And that's why I use grass-fed beef in in the restaurant, even though some chefs would argue with me, like the grain-fed beef is more flavorful, but I say yeah, it could be more flavorful. But I think it's just natural that mm. cows eat grass. Yeah, this that's that's nature. <laughs> so, so that, that that's the idea. It's like um and 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 then um we we make everything from scratch. The sauces, the pickles in the, in the restaurant. We 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 make our own spices. We have a dehydrator. We dehydrate some mushrooms and make a uh, like a umami spice powder out of it. So we. We try to make everything, even the fries, triple cooked. we, we use fresh fry. It's quite painful to my staff. Sometimes they say, just let's get the frozen stuff. It's easier. Like, but no, every day we have, we get the whole potatoes, we yeah. peel them. We, and it's a big quantities. Like we're not talking about when we sell like, in some, some final restaurants where, where they give you three pieces of chips yeah. and they call it triple cooked. No, we, it's like a bigger quantities and we yeah. need to make it every day. Yeah. So that that that's and I'm, I'm very stubborn about it, and I'm not gonna change that. And 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 also me not doing delivery as well. Like I say, we do a lot of work to make to reach this quality, and I don't want that quality to go down um, in a, in a in a delivery bike. Yeah. And uh, so I say um, yes. If 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 you want to enjoy a burger, you have uh, thousands of options uh online to to order but like if you really want to have really want to enjoy one like comes come to enter that's that's the idea so that's my niche yeah yeah, i'm focusing on that
0: yeah Yeah. and let's talk a little bit about sustainability um i know you know like you've been talking about you like to use a lot or not a lot all of an ingredient as much as possible um so what does sustainability mean to you and how do you incorporate that in the restaurant
2: well sustainability um to me means to use uh, local produce as much as possible and like n- now when i go to a restaurant and, and they they tell me oh we get this from france like yesterday i went to a restaurant and they tell me uh this tomatoes from from comes from france and i say why france we have this here mm-hmm. you yeah. get it from yeah. here it's a uh, helium tomatoes like you, i i know some gardeners there. i know some local farms yeah they give it to you. Well, why why don't brag about being bring it to from France? We have it here. So yeah, um to, to to use local produce, to 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 minimize waste. Um we try to use everything here in the restaurant. Like it's I don't go to, into details, but for example, anything that is like about to go off, like we can dehydrate it and turn it into a powder and use it as a spice. For example, mm-hmm. spring onions are amazing. Yeah, we just char them. Yeah like spring onions when they start like, to go. Uh, start to wilt a little bit. We just char it, dehydrate. It as a uh, spring onion powders and it's an amazing, nice. like for any spice rub you want to make. So that's the idea. I try to, to, to use everything, uh, in the kitchen and, and, and minimize waste as, well, yeah. as much as possible and, and to use local in- ingredients when I can. I wish we can, I wish we have Wagyu beef in, in the UAE, maybe in the future. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, also, like uh, my, my my chicken I use in the restaurant is uh, it's uh, locally farmed. Um, yeah. I don't care about comfort or bought from somewhere. It's it's uh, if it's local, if it's young, it's free range. That's uh, that's uh, that's us.
0: Do you feel that responsibility a bit more because you are an Emirati chef as well in terms of being able to push local produce and you know. Being yeah. able to showcase what is available locally, because there is, like you said, there is a lot. Yeah,
2: it is, it is, yeah. it is a responsibility, and yeah. uh, and we have a responsibility to educate mm. diners as well. Uh, I know they may not have a big interest if we tell them this is locally or whatever, but like we need to educate them yeah. about the importance of no. I think using I mean, local.
0: especially. I would say over the last couple of years, I feel like people do care a lot yeah. um, about where the produce comes yeah, from. You yeah. know, I, I know a lot of people who definitely, you know, their years perk up a bit when I say, hey, there's this place, like, it's like a local chef or, you know, it's local produce and, yeah. you know, they like, okay, let's try it. Because I think a yeah. lot of people who do care about food… Yeah. Um, you know, want to know that they're being responsible as well, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely.
1: Yeah,
2: I, 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 no, it's, it's better than before. Yeah, oh yeah. And it needs more education as well, yeah. especially to the local customers as well, mm. like to be excited about yeah. concepts like that.
0: Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit more about the dish that you're going to be making for us today and why you picked it?
2: Okay. Um, you've asked me for something simple. Um <laughs> so yeah, usually people think my my recipes are complicated, but they're not. Like they are as simple as I as I can make them. So yeah, this is something I I I, uh, I made when I was a student. Like it's one of my earliest dishes to make. Yeah. But like you know, when you have one dish and then every time you make it different, it gets keeps getting better and better. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what I'm making today, which is like a prawns and with uh, chili and garlic and uh, like a spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, a okay, pasta, let's see you can make it with pasta, so yeah the the idea here i'm I'm using local prawns, and there's almost no waste, so I'm using the entire prawns uh to get um extra flavors and 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 then it's easy to eat, so i I'm not gonna keep the whole prawns in the pasta. I don't want you to be peeling anything, but then I'm gonna use the shells and the heads to and and grind it with the sauce and then to get a lot of flavors back into the sauce so yeah i'm using everything and it's flavorful it's nice it's 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 a hearty dish i love it
0: yeah no that sounds amazing i cannot wait to see you make it what is next for you and the lento brand is it you know are you thinking more restaurants are you thinking something different what's on the plate
2: for lento um i as i said like we are artisanal so uh, doing like um, ten branches all over the the UAE. It's 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 not really artisanal. Yeah. So the, uh, we we're not planning to expand, uh, but we we have a plan to make other brands and other restaurants serving different uh, things. Uh, uh, At Lento, also um, as we settle a little bit more into the operation, we we will be doing uh, specials um and 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 pop-up dinners uh even on a smaller scale Mm. uh collaborating with other chefs uh, or other restaurants or sometimes just me doing something something completely different at lento itself uh, because we have we are well well equipped uh staff wise and machine the kitchen wise to to do to do uh different things now we have already started to do like weekly specials now we have like um this fish burger is coming like every thursday fish just arrived now and it's local, uh, nothing frozen from outside. It's a local, uh, grouper. grouper. but as a whole, we, uh, fillet it and, uh, make it every Thursday. So yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna start to do, uh, maybe like tacos Tuesday. Uh, we can do, we also planning like to do secret pizza night, something like that. Yeah. So that's the idea. I, I want uh, the restaurant to be more dynamic and it's not it's not like a place where it's just static menu of mm-hmm. um six burgers or yeah. eight burgers and screen and people eat and go. Yeah. But I want to create um like a niche to to, learn to like lento loyals and yeah. they they are they are aware of what we're doing and they come and booked for our uh pop ups. Nice. So yeah. Including the music events and stuff like
0: that. I was gonna ask about the music as well because got like a whole kind of wall of records behind you yeah. there's a dj booth yeah. um let's talk a little bit about that because you mentioned uh um, yeah. music as well we talked about that a bit of
2: course yeah um this kind of music kind of represents me it's like i've always listened like since then like the early 90s yeah uh, from my older brothers there's a lot of subjects they talk about like you know the social justice and family like it, it and it's the the intel the intelligence of using lyrics and words uh, and and, the, and sometimes like in, in 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 some songs that they would use like stuff that related to the kitchen like I was like how do you how do they know like yeah. they know so much yeah just to rhyme and yeah it really represents me I love music and and it has all the elements I like in in, in music like when when they do the sampling and sa- to me like sampling the like hip hop music is similar to cooking like they take different songs and yeah. then they line it up and then they break it into uh a new beat and then they then they they hit it with those uh strong bars that yeah. really means a lot so yeah it's um i i, I do listen to uh, other kinds of music but yeah. like hip-hop is uh, hip-hop and and, and jazz and, yeah and reggae is like so a little bit, of soul, yeah.
0: Do you have a favorite album from What's Behind You?
2: Um, I mean, <laughs> they're all my favorite. Like yeah, <laughs> Lauren Hill. Uh, yeah. Miss. Uh, yeah, Education is obviously one, and Nas Obviously, Blueprint, Jay Z. Yeah, who else? All of them, ready to die, of <laughs> course. Yeah, all of them. Yeah,
0: You've mentioned fish a few times, yeah. uh, and obviously we do have a lot of local fish as well in this yeah. region. Really nice. And I'm, fi-
2: uh, I'm fighting for a restaurant to to use fish. To use local more. Fish. That's amazing. So you don't brag about uh, your your salt or lemon salt from France. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we're here <laughs> to support that. Love, yeah, love yeah, it all yeah. local. It's great. Um, yeah. is are you looking to work with fish a bit more yeah, than yeah, what it's you like, already? It's, yeah,
2: I'm. I'm. I'm working. I'm. I'm working. Like kind of studying uh, opening uh, a fish concept uh, in the future. And uh, obviously, I'm inspired by. Um, I'm an, an amazing chef, a young amazing chef from uh, Australia. It's called uh, Josh Nilland. So uh, this guy is the biggest example of uh, being super sustainable and super zero waste. So his concept is like he uses the fish uh, uh, lips to tail. I would say (laughs) not even yeah, even everything. Yeah. Yeah. So and and um, he, he 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 kind of dry aged fish, which is something quite unique.
0: Yeah.
2: And even the fish scales, he would like boil them somehow and dehydrate them and fry them oh, okay. wow. to use them on like a sprinkle on something. So yeah, uh, I've been studying this guy, reading his books and just following what he's doing to to be able to kind of replicate something not like him exactly, but like kind of inspired by the way he does. So yeah, I'm really well amazed by what he's doing. And yeah, it's, that's something I'm working on oh. on the side.
0: Looking forward to that as yeah, well. Yeah. You mentioned uh, cookbooks when we started this conversation yeah. um, and kind of how you enjoy reading about kind of yeah. science and chemistry. Yeah. Do you have a favorite book, like a cookbook I mean, at yeah, the moment? When
2: it comes to science and chemistry, uh, obviously everybody, I mean, if there are chefs listening, they know the Modernist Cuisine, uh, it's, um, it's a chain of books. I bought them all. Okay very expensive (laughs) so yeah it's like a and then you have to buy a set because like the details of one part one book is linked to the other one so you have to buy the whole set you can't say "Ah, i'm just gonna buy the um the recipes book but yeah no for sale (laughs) so yeah (laughs) nice yeah um
0: and then there's a question we ask all our podcast guests which i'm gonna ask you yeah what is it that nourishes your soul what is it like, is it food? It can be anything. anything. It, it doesn't have to be food. It yeah, could be I mean, food. It, it could be has music. To be, it I don't know. Be, yeah,
2: yeah, nice, yeah. Nice meal, nice music somewhere outdoors with the loved ones.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time
1: to talk to me today.
0: You're
2: welcome.
1: Shall we You're get welcome. cooking? Yeah. We got to see both the creative and a bit of the geeky sides of Chef Faisal in that one Yeah, he was quite detailed about what he does Whether it's research into new techniques
0: Or even when he was making the sauce And explaining why a specific proportion of pasta to water can make a difference
2: Choose the kind of uh, rough pasta Like rough texture because it holds the sauce better There's a pasta boiling rule Um, Use plenty of water Lots of water, it's not going to be sticking because the starch is going to be all over the place. But if it's less water, it's going to start to be concentrated, so it's going to make it sticky. You don't need to wet it with olive oil, be generous with the salt. So there's a rule that says uh, for uh, 100 grams of pasta, you need one liter of water. Okay. And 10 grams of salt. Okay. So 10 grams salt, 100 pasta, one liter right. of water. 200 grams, 2 liters. 300 grams, 3 liters.
0: This episode was brought to you by Spinneys and is hosted by me, Devina Devecha and Tiffany Eslick. We're produced by Chirag Desai and artwork is by Michelle Clements and Jihan Youssef. You can follow Spinneys on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok for more and visit us at spinneys.com where you can shop for fresh
1: produce and a variety of local and exclusive products. We'll be back in two weeks with our next episode, talking to foodie, artist, and alchemist, Nahla Taba. See you then. Explaining why a specific
0: portion... portion. (laughs) 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 I started pouring there like a cat. I was like, why not? My cute geek. (laughs)